money get paper. Cause you know we party hard later. Mr. Flex them pop up the old city lock. Pretty getting sent each and every area. Stepping NLC with no chaser. Good afternoon, good evening, good night, good morning. Depending on where in the world you are joining me from, I am Illuminati and this is the Crypto and Cognac podcast show every Thursday live on YouTube. As always, powered by Alti.com, the one-click crypto wallet for Telegram, WhatsApp, and soon enough, Discord. And as always, fueled by my friends at Hennessy TT. Tonight, I'm having some VS. Um, I'm going to light it up a little bit. Yeah, we're going to have some fun. And as always, we are not talking financial advice. We are just sharing information, conversation, education, the ice rule as always. This evening, I am talking to none other than a young lady doing amazing things in the music space, in the NFT space tough like iron she has combined her love her longtime love of reggae music and her newfound love of cryptocurrency to bring to us something amazing called the digital dread nft ep so without further ado tough hey family greetings what's good my brother how are you today I am well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for spending some time with us. Thank you for sharing with us. I'm really excited for you to share with me and my uh, community your journey. Tell us a bit about your project. Tell us a little bit about what's next for you. And then we're going to talk about crypto NFTs in general. We're going to talk about music and crypto. We're going to talk about everything, right? But first and foremost, yes. Who is tough like I am? Tell me. Tell me. Well, for those who don't know me, greetings and love. It's a joy and honor to be here. Like I said, um, I'm tough like iron. I'm a reggae fusion artist. I'm from New York, Brooklyn. Um, I grew up between New York and um, Jamaica, but my family actually uh, also has Trinidad. heritage. Um, my father is actually born in St. Vincent and grew up in Trinidad, so he went to school and everything in Trinidad. My, my family. You're, you're, a Caribbean, you're a Caribbean woman. Facts. But grew up in New York. But you know New York is such a special place because it's such a melting pot and once you're in like a Caribbean area, it, it just it's just like one culture, you know? So we always grew up with people who were Jamaican, people who were from Trinidad, people who was Haitian. Puerto Ricans, you know, and everybody kind of came together as one. And, you know, the reggae scene in New York was really beautiful like that. We have, you know, people from Germany and people who come from Japan and all these different people, but it was like just a, a oneness and everybody somehow ends up being Jamaican. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that's, that's how um, I just grew up listening to, you know, Black Uhuru and Super Cat and uh, I just lo- always love the vibe. So traveling to Jamaica as a youth, it was just like mind blowing, you know, um, the nature, the culture, the vibes and everything. So I was originally a fashion designer. I still have my clothing line. So y'all can also mm-hmm. check out um, my clothing, uh, toughlikeiron.org. I make crochet yeah. hats. Like, oh, I have one right here that I can show. 
You should be yes. wearing. You should be wearing your merch. You should be wearing your your stuff. You know what's funny? I like. I do like making these, but I don't actually like wearing them. I don't really think they look good. They don't. I don't, really, I don't really like how they look on me necessarily. You know, it's not my style. Even during a New York winter, you, you don't feel like you know putting them on. But yeah, when it's cold. I mean, it's cool. They're they're cute. I mean, I love them. Don't get me wrong. I do love them. It's just not my personal thing that I like to wear. You know what I mean? But I do have them available if anybody wants them. But yeah, I was doing fashion. I started doing music um, in Jamaica about eight years now. And um, I started recording with the Java Evil family in Vineyard Town. So big ups to Sila and the Gideon. Um, those are my friends, my friends who are twin brothers. So one of them does uh, the production and the other one is the artist. And they kind of brought me into the music. And so since then I've been traveling, touring around different places, you know. I performed okay. in Trinidad at right. the Double Eyes over here in Trinidad. Right. A lot of stuff in California. I'm in California at the moment. And right. yeah, just got into cryptocurrency, following my, my brethren from Brooklyn also, Nati. You know Nati? No, I don't I don't I'm oh. not He's the coin god. See, it's 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 crypto and cognac, but I didn't bring my cognac. No, 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 Listen, crypto I've, and cannabis, you know what I mean? Yeah, I've I've had Basie on, and he did he did crypto and and cannabis as well. So it's all good. This is an adult uh, program. <laughs> yeah, man. So I started learning about crypto through uh, my brother Nati, the coin god. Um, he does NFTs. He's does classes, um, you know, he really teaches a lot of information just about the digital currency space and just, he's just a positive brother overall who, you know, just very motivational and inspiring. So big up always to Nati. He's also featured on the project on the Digital Dread NFT um, EP. So we did get to do two tracks with him. He has done some some pretty uh, massive, you know, NFT projects and some just some some wild stuff that's like right. really inspiring. So it was great to work with him. I also have a feature with um, Illuminati Congo, who yeah. is also in the crypto space and an amazing um, vocalist. Uh, well, um, yeah. You know, and I also have another one with Evie Pukupu from the Nomads from Jamaica. Right. So you know the the group the Nomads. Hey. Yeah. They're also film stars. They're in all kinds of different films and, you know, just overall talented, creative people. So they're getting into digital currency as well. And right. just looking to find new ways that we can build our art and share it with the community and actually build wealth for ourselves and with our community and right. have more resources to be able to invest in our art and things that are important to us and our community. Because I know particularly me as an artist, like what I do, I do it to be able to have resources to be able to say, hey, this person's really talented, but they need this amount for a music video. Oh, we could pay for that. Like, let's let's get these people to be able to produce their projects. Like, let's be able to tell our own story for the first time. It's not coming through the eyes of this foreign person or that, you know what I mean? Like, let's- Or, or, a, label, or a label that doesn't understand the culture. Right, or they want to package you a certain way and say, you know what, Tuff? We don't like your locks like this. We're going to make them blonde. And then we're gonna, uh, you know what I mean? Just weird shit. Like, why? 
why did why you know what I mean? We want to be ourselves and express ourselves and be able to tell our story. And for me, I see decentralization as a big, you know, tool towards this. So right. So I mean we're in. We're in. But so you you talked about your fashion, right? Mm -hmm. and, and I mean a lot of people may not know you for your fashion because it's not what you promote heavily. Um, on the forefront, but you actually do have your Tough Like Iron collection as an yeah. NFT project as well. I'm also looking to get to making some wearables, you know, yeah. with the clothing line and get the digital version of these, you know, yeah. so we can wear them in the metaverse. I need, to, I need to put you on to some people who, who are very talented with making digital wearables. Yeah, definitely. Sometimes so, it's like, it's just the, the time. There's just so much information and so many things to try to keep up with. And, you know, there's all these messages and things to answer and articles you got to read and something's going on over here and all this yeah. stuff is like, you know, so sometimes it's not even the people because I even have some great people that I'm connected with, but it's just yeah. getting it all, you know, in line sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it's such a huge space and it's moving at the speed of light always. Like if you if, exactly. if you turn away if you turn away from crypto for a month you've right. fallen behind like like tremendously. Mm -hmm. it's unlike it's unlike any other industry. But for yourself, right? So you 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 started in fashion. You gravitated towards the music. You've been pulled in. You're you're originally from New York. You have Jamaican and. Trinidadian Caribbean heritage. Right, I'm not Jamaican by birth, but I am. We are all Jamaican by, I mean, Jamaican culture is pervasive, right? There's a reason why there's Jamaica Queens, right? And there's no, you know. It's pervasive. Um, and you're in LA. So you've touched a lot of different cultures and a lot of different spaces through your art, right? How does the crypto space compare to the traditional space as you've experienced it in all these different places? I would say that to me, um, I think it's been super, like people are very interested in connecting. Like it's been a joy. I've connected with some really awesome people and they have not been like stush or, you know what I mean? Like they've been cool, you know? Um, for example, like uh, uh, I've been watching Nyla um, right. since, or, you know, yeah, for months, eight, you know what I mean? Eight months or something. So I've seen this whole progression and I've, uh, I should have been buying, you know what I mean? I should have been collecting instead of just watching and sending likes and stuff. But, you know, even the likes and stuff, that stuff is all support, just supporting the vibe, even if you're not you know, at that point of purchasing or maybe you don't have that much available at the time or maybe people who don't even have a wallet, but just like sharing the vibes and being, you know, a part of the experience and a part of the movement. I've been watching Nyla, making comments and posting the stuff back and forth. And, you know, who knew that she was going to become the first ever artist in residence of Time Magazine? I didn't know that, you know, but yeah. she's, they, they still reply to me. She bought um, one of my son's NFTs because I have a young son who also does NFT art. And he uh, just turned 12, you know. Get him started young. I mean, it, this, this space, 
Um, I don't want to cut you and your chain of thought, but this piece is really one where it, it's not limited to anyone. Like, you know, these kids are getting into involved in crypto. They understand it at a, in a way that just is just natural to them. And now, you know, by the time he's 18, he might be able to pay for college himself or he might be able to op open his own business, start his own label, you know, do whatever he wants really to do. really creative and very artistic so that he would be able to have a whole studio. That's what I'm trying to explain to him. Like, you know, keep doing this consistently and you'll have the budget to fund your own visions. You won't need, you know, to, to go around begging people to be a part of your thing so they can change it and alter it and make it how they think it should be or package it how they want. Like, no, direct from the source, you know? It's a. And it, that's a point you've kind of made a couple of times. Do you think that cryptocurrency, you think that NFTs really allow artists to be true to themselves and true to their art? Do you see that as a big, because it's not something that a lot of artists speak to. And I've had quite a few different types of artists on, but I think you're the first person who really like hit on that particular point. Well, I think that it's particularly relevant for maybe not all kinds of art, you know, but um, certain things like definitely music where you might be signed by a label and they might tell you you need to dress this way. And some of the stuff is good, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you, you want to make yourself as presentable as possible and make your product and what you're offering as good as it can be, but still you want to do it in alignment with your, you know, your vision and your sensibilities and what you're comfortable with. And sometimes when you start working with other people due to the resources that they might be contributing, they now have more control or more per se what, you know, yeah, how it should look or what the person should say. You know what I mean? So to be able to, you know, keep that independence, but, um, still find ways to build up the resources that we need to be able to do things the real way that we want to do them, you know? So I see that yeah. as a big opportunity for artists. Yeah, for sure. And, and I mean, your, your project, the, the Digital Dread EP, I mean, it's, it's the quality of it is right up there. Like it's not, it's not something that looks like, okay, um, this is an amateur artist just trying to thing you know it's really well packaged the, the art behind it the graphics behind it everything is is so well put together um thank you so much tell me about the team who helped you with that you know um honestly i mostly conceptualized this project by myself i obviously mm -hmm. yeah i conceptualized it i obviously reached out to people because yeah. I have um, six different artists. I have six different tracks. Three of them are produced by my son's father, the artist, right. the NFT artist. He actually lives in Trinidad. He lives in Faisalabad. And um, his father is a artist as well, musical artist, and he does um, instrumental production recently. So we have some um, in-house production that mm -hmm done by my son's father and then another uh, regin that I was working with from a team in Miami, that's Chalice Row. So we have three uh, songs produced from, you know, from Trinidad Instrumental and then three on the ones from Chalice Row. 
So then I was looking to feature people on the project with me who were um, also interested in making moves and a part of the digital currency space and also right. into music. It's like, um, Nazi, like I said, is my teacher. He's right. the my mentor in the space. So he's obviously the first person I'm going to think of. I'm like, get a song with Nazi. So we actually have two songs with Nazi. We still have one more to release. I have been waiting on some artwork and some different things. And, you know, so I have one that I've been holding on to. I have it already. And um, it's actually my favorite song from the project. So I'm still excited to mint that and share that with everyone. Um, right. And that is going to be minted as part of the original uh, Digital Dread project or... It's gonna be the the the, the final um, the final track in that yeah. project. I am definitely looking to do some more NFT music projects in the future, but um, I do like the way that this has opened up different um, reasonings, and I also have six different visual art. So right. we're yeah. from six different people. Uh, one is from Ethiopia, from a Bredjan, um called Yabi Seven. One is from a Sistrin from Nigeria. Um, Yabi Seven did the artwork for Hoddle Me. Uh, right. Um, Chigo, Chigo Artish did the uh, reading, mm -hmm. I mean, the, in, the visual art for Metaverse yeah. and Bars. I'm gonna okay, bring it. okay, this is, this is digital, yeah. So here we have um, the first one I was saying is the pink one. The other one is an art that I had from a long time that I was just gifting to people in my community right. for being a part of the project and for joining my Discord. I was giving out this tribal tough. That was the art that I had from before. So we just turned it into NFT and it, it came with a few um, downloads of some songs. And then, um, so the first one here from the project is um, Hoddle Me. That artwork is done in Ethiopia by Yabi7. The next That's one, cool. their digital dread is from Trinidad, from my brethren, um, you know, Ninja. Ninja. Ninja, he's an artist. He's a, He does visual art and he's a rapper and stuff. He's a bubble. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. So this is art by Ninja. Um, I didn't even know he, did, he does um, like visual art he I didn't and visual art and he's very if you look at a lot of his stuff you know when you're doing this and you become so proficient at doing stuff for yourself you're then able to offer you know services to people so he always has some really great looking photos and stuff on his page and like cool videos and so he's got, got a great eye and i hope that he gets more into nfts because i think his artwork is yeah. great for nfts but i was trying to get him more into it you know so i hope maybe this inspires him maybe you could Hit him up and tell him, you know. Definitely. Just, I'm going to be like, yo, you're wasting your talent. Okay. Make him know, because I tried to tell him, but, you know, I had to focus on the digital drive projects. I couldn't get too deep with it. So <laughs> um, this next one here is with me and Illuminati Congo is done by my sister from um, California, Oni. Um, she does some really cool collages and also painting and stuff like that. And the next one is done by Chigo Artish from Nigeria for Metaverses and Bars. And the last one there is done by a brother out here in LA as well um, called Love You. And yeah, he's a visual artist and also has a clothing line called the Anti-Meat and Dairy Club. 
So I got to just connect with some cool people around the world, you know, um, reasoning with people. I've had collectors, you know, different types of collectors, different types of people who I've connected with. And it's been, it's been really a joy. I, I would love to go online and the whole Digital Dread project sell out and, you know, my digital wallet just full up, I, you know what I mean? And then, you know, we buy a helicopter. But um, at the same time, you know, it's also been uh, just a joy and an honor to connect with these people in such a like organic way. Yeah. I also performed at the Crypto Rastas event that was during yeah. um, Crypto Basel. So yeah. that was cool to meet some of the people in, in real life who I had been seeing on Clubhouse and, you know, in these different spaces throughout the months. I yeah, like, oh. I mean, I think I think that's how we connected, right? Um, I think it was after I had Marcus on. Um, yes, exactly. Yeah, I tuned in. You and I connected. And I, Rastas. Yeah, I mean, their community is definitely an amazing community, and I could see like a a a, a direct synergy between yourself and and them. So you know, I think that you know, was. That I community. forgot about a very important part of this project, though. That it's what? also uh, it's also a giving back project. So I went when whenever we finish with all of the um, you know some more sales and stuff, I'm gonna donate ten percent of the proceeds to an organization in Jamaica that helps to just give out food to families in need. So right. been uh, you know rough with the pandemic and things in certain oh. places. These people don't get no stimulus and stuff like that. So oh. you know, <laughs> if I can do things that. Like I'm saying, use my art and we can help build around my art and then in turn use that to help people. That's a, a, a great, um, you know, strategy with the, with the music yeah, yeah. and the building and the wealth building for me because I'm always and, and doing this to try to reach out to people. 100%. I mean, it's, it's good, it's good to, to be able to do it directly, you know, in a way that you know your community supports you, you get the funds directly, and then you can do, then disperse that immediately as you see fit, you know. Yeah. And you, you don't necessarily have to wait for you know your numbers to hit a thousand, a hundred thousand before the label is gonna pay you a check. Right, exactly. Like, Same thing. That's why I think doing NFTs is a big benefit for musical artists overall. I'm not waiting on Spotify to get point yeah. zero zero four cents. <laughs> in six months through this company and then I got to go through this. And then by the time I get it, it's like so small, you know what I mean? If you're not Drake, you're not getting any money out of these platforms. I was watching this thing with Aloe Black and he was talking about his song. Um, I, it wasn't even I Need a Dollar, it was a different song that he had that had even more streams. And he was like, he collected four grand, you know what I mean? And he had millions of streams, you know? Insane. So. What is, you know, an artist who is independent and maybe doesn't have that kind of a label push or budget to get those kind of millions of streams? Yeah. Like, yeah. But if you have a hundred people who really support you and are in tune and love what you're doing and you can offer value to them, offer something to them that's unique, some kind of experience, some kind of item, something that they can't get anywhere else that they value, then, you know, if you have a hundred at a hundred dollars, you could make way more than you could ever make on Spotify as an independent artist. And you're getting it right now. You know what I mean? It's coming in your wallet today, right now. Correct. And, and the next good thing is that the people who believe in you early on 
um, they get to benefit from your success. Right. When when Tough is a huge artist, this early work, this digital dread project is gonna be super valuable. And exactly. And I don't plan to stop now. Yeah. So even if they do decide eventually, okay, I'm gonna sell this, you know, they they're gonna be rewarded for having invested in you. Um very early on in your in your in your journey especially on the nft side and i think that's one of the good things about you know building communities in the nft space is that the people who support you the people who really mess with you um they get to benefit as you grow so you know from both sides yeah definitely well and i want to say big ups to everybody who has been rocking with me and building with me and connecting with me just you know big up yourself and all the Crypto Rastas family and all of the people who have been collecting my NFTs since um, the first release I had, I did with some artwork from Ross Terms. And I, do you know Ross Terms? He's like a graffiti I'm, artist. I'm horrible um, with names, by the way. Okay, so. he's, a, he's a graffiti artist, but he's now gotten into the NFT space and he's been he's got some nice collections and some cool stuff going on in the space so you know i saw i saw a graffiti artist using um a vr headset a vr headset to do graffiti art in the metaverse and i was like that is absolutely dope like some of of the applications you think okay how is this going to be transferable but it's actually this one is cool i've tried it there's another group that I work with in Oakland that's called the Bay Area Mural Program. Right. And um, that I went there and they were doing that exact thing. So big ups to the BAMP. They are definitely into the whole, my brethren, Nati Rebel, he's the digital dread for sure. He's into the whole um, VR, AR with the murals and in the in the space, they were, they've been having NFT workshops and stuff like that. So that was my first place I put on the Oculus and tried the graffiti and I was like, wow, this is great because I always would like to um, try painting, but yeah. I'm like, I'm scared, not really scared, but you know, like, I just don't want to you don't mess, mess it up and, and just waste all the materials and just waste it and just make yeah, it just yeah. look bad. But if it's like virtual now, if I waste it, then I can just pick a button and, boom, yeah. and uh, delete it and start over again until I'm happy with what I'm doing. Then, you know, I think, I mean, I would definitely, I would definitely do that. Like, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a whole new world for for creatives and and creators. You know, I just wanna I just wanna take a quick look at uh, your other collection, your your tough like iron uh, collection, because as we're talking about as we're talking about art and design, you know, I I just wanna really showcase this um, this piece in particular. Yes, that's the thing I'm describing with Russ terms. So. Yeah. This was a very limited release. We just had five of them, but they they did sell out, and it did come with a physical print of the artwork. That like this is dope. I mean, for me, this is this is really 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 dope. You know, and 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 what I love about uh, NFTs is is that we could put motion to to art that would normally just be stills, and that motion really gives it a whole new dimension and you could engage with it in a different way. Like it affects you in a different way um, when you see it as if, as compared to just a still. Sure. So, you know, I, I just wanted to really uh, 
touch on that one. So, Thank you. It was, what's uh, next? What's next? What's next? Uh, After Digital Dread, you've been touring. You've been touring. What yeah, the, uh, well, I'm in LA right now. And the other day, we, um, a friend of mine had a gallery exhibit for Black History Month. And mm -hmm. so I created and actually displayed the EP in an art gallery. So I put the, the images on a digital screen and put the QR code for the NFT collection and actually put headphones so people could check out the artwork and each artwork would play with the song and then go to the next one with the next song. So you could hear the, the, the music for the NFT, see the artwork and scan the QR code to take you to the page to purchase and collect the NFTs. And um, it was just a really cool experience, uh, definitely like just getting into different environments and being in the art gallery as opposed to being always like at a nightclub or where people are drunk and people might be fighting or somebody's gonna get shot or something, you know what I mean? It's like, gosh, you know, I, I, I love the dance hall and stuff, don't get me wrong, but it's just, it was cool to be in a different environment have people who wouldn't see me in the dance hall at the art, they were at the art gallery and they would hear my music and experience it but so it was exposing me to a different crowd that yeah. um, it was really and cool. People, and people then, people then get to experience your music as art. You know, in, in the club, <clears throat> in the club, in the performance space, you know, sometimes we don't really get to just vibe with music. Um, you know, sometimes we just so busy to, to just chill and listen to music when we're home. So, you know, it, it must be really good to just be able to like zone in see people experience the art that yeah, is your music. To like literally be standing there watching them and they don't know me from it. Like a lot of them even know it's my music. You know what right. I mean? They just walk up, put the thing on and they'll be there like, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is dope because I don't know if this person would necessarily be at the show, you know? Right. And that's part of the mission for my whole digital, you know, life is just re, re, defining music as art because uh, it's like the only thing that I spend my, you know, time and energy and money and effort and putting my, my joy and my sweat and my tears and my, everything into it. And then it's 99 cents on iTunes. What the fuck? <laughs> That's not right. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because it, if you paint something right now, you could sell it for a dollar or ten dollars or ten thousand dollars or ten million dollars. You know, let, 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 the, let the market decide the value for it. Yeah, exactly. Or let the, the creator decide what their crowd would actually, you know what I mean? Pay yeah. for stuff. They did have some some stuff like that. And I was always interested in that stuff with like um Bandcamp and different kinds of platforms. But um I guess when since NFTs, you know, came in took over the show was kind of been there. like, okay, well, this is also a way that we can create a membership where right. people can, you know, have admission to the shows or have access to discounts and all that kind of stuff is going to be, you know, coming for the digital dread holders and, you know, whitelist for the next projects and right. just working on creating the music as an art experience. Yeah as opposed to just, you know, something you stream and then you click next, you you learn on IG and you listen in the story for 10 seconds and then that's it, gone on to the next thing. And I think like for me, so I'm a huge music fan. Um, 
I tell people, you know, my iTunes subscription might be my most important bill every month. But for me, I do I do miss the 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 period where you know it was CDs and you can collect your favorite artist's work and it and the CD comes with the pull-out booklet and you right. get to like really see their vision yeah, like a poster in it or something you might have a poster in it and i think when we moved to streaming we lost that right. the music became very much like just disposable you know because something else is the new hot thing is coming out next week and and then you know you you on to that and it, it's just so much volume of music to consume that i find that people don't just you know vibe with music anymore you know they don't just like yeah, well that's what i'm saying so now it's like at the point where you're making music all right you have to do a little bit more than just make a song yeah. now it's time we have to try to create an experience and a community and you know a reason besides just the song why people want to tap in with yeah. a movement you know what i mean it's a like make yeah it into a creative movement as opposed to just a song, you know? And then people can get intimate with the music again because now now they have a sense of ownership, right? And, and you know, this is mine. And, and you know, people could really um, just have that process of, of expression and experiential, ex experientialness with projects because now each, like each one of your, um, each one of your tracks comes with its artwork that kind of tells a story that kind of puts you behind the lens of the of the artist the musician even before you start hearing the music right and and i feel like that was kind of missing because you know we just get one until we get the video it's just like one um album cover for each song you know there's no real separation in the traditional streaming space so I mean, experience is right. bringing that back right and then when you, use these, when you use these services it also just keeps suggesting your songs all the time you know so it's not necessarily what you even like or some of the things they're on point but some of the things is like stuff that they want to push on you you know what i mean yeah. yeah so it happens to me all the time i put in one artist that i want to listen to and i end up somewhere i'm like well how did i get here you know <laughs> yeah that's definitely true so tell me about from 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 a consumer perspective is there is there any projects that you're that you're excited about any artists who's um releasing music that you're excited about in the nft space or any music scene uh who are your influences you know musically well um in terms of this is not a music project, but uh, the NFT project that I think is really cool is um, Afrodroids. Okay, I, I don't know that one. I'm gonna check it out as soon as we're done here. Okay, Afrodroids is like I think the first generative project from Africa that oh. is like, um, these little robots and basically it's like a really cool community that they donate a large percentage of their their uh, profits to building schools and helping helping people in their communities. Yeah. So it's just been really cool to see 
they, that growth and they, you know, have gotten some great support and they've been able to do some amazing things. I just seen them maybe today or yesterday saying that they were building, they were partnering with some people and together building a, a school, like a free art school so the kids could go art classes and they have bought like buses and different stuff so I, I i love that you know i love to see that kind of stuff happening building community and cool art and experiences that they actually do some really good education on their page too so they right. did a great job of informing the community onboarding people and um yeah so that's one project that i think is really cool you know right. i'm Mostly, I'm not like a huge collector. I mostly collect stuff from people that I know, or just stuff that I think is cool. Yeah. I yeah. haven't been like um, collecting to say, oh, I'm gonna make this big money. I have sold back a few of my NFTs they that I bought from Nati, and I sold mm-hmm. them back on the secondary market. Because um, he had he, he had actually had his some of his first artwork was done by Kid Eight. You know, kidney. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. These are like really cool yeah. in the crypto space. So sure. I had um, collected some of his pieces and sold some of them back. Um, still have a couple, and I have the Illuminati Congo right. stuff. He has the Congo coin. So I'm a, a Congo coin holder. <laughs> you know, um, there's also some projects that are coming from some family that's working with Irie magazine. Um, they're a magazine that's based here in California. It's a reggae magazine. And um, one of the creators, he's very into the crypto space. And so, you know, I mostly tune in with stuff that has some kind of meaning to me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not necessarily uh, in it for the financial um, gain, but the people who I am collecting, I do know that they're important in the space and that they like will continue to make moves and so i'm kind of just like holding their stuff because it's more of a long-term um strategy you know what i mean that's what i tell people you know if you're looking for the quick flips you know most times nine out of ten times you're not gonna hit the big one you know um so so remove that strategy i mean buy what you like even if you think it's gonna do well from a financial perspective, you know, buy what you like. So if you end up stuck with it, at least, you know, it's something that you don't mind looking at something you don't mind listening to. Um, it's something that could continue to bring you some value, uh, through the years, you know, as compared to just buying a, a, a rock, because you think that it's going to be successful. You're hearing people hyping it like that's rock ever. I just don't get it, but yeah, for sure. Well, I get it because everybody wants to gain, you know. Everybody, that's one of, you know, there's not that many main instincts that people have, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate that the, that the space has become known for just this everybody trying to, you know, get rich quick um, kind of thing. But, I, I mean, I think that that is going to start filtering away and you're going to see people really investing in things that they see value and there's always going to be the speculative um investor there's always going to be the guy looking for that next big thing you know that next bitcoin as the case may be yeah but 
I think we're going to see people, you know, doing a lot more research and, and investing behind things that have some kind of value to them personally. So, yeah. yeah. I'm looking for the next Bitcoin. Everybody, you know what I mean? Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. There's no, there will be no other. I thought they said Ethereum is the next Bitcoin. None before, none to come. I mean, but that's me and me being a, a, a maxi. <laughs> but I mean, what to say? I mean, it's hard to reproduce what Bitcoin did because it's hard to do it better than Bitcoin. And then if you're not doing it better than Bitcoin, then I might as well just hold Bitcoin. So, I mean, I, I know that there, there are projects that I'm invested in that I expect to do better than Bitcoin in the short term, mm -hmm. but they're just means to me being Get able to Bitcoin. invest in more Bitcoin. <laughs> I see the I see I see I see myself more as a Bitcoin eventualist than a Bitcoin maximalist. So everything eventually flows to the sea. Every stream, every river flows eventually to the sea that is Bitcoin. That is true. And the other way around too. And, and the other way around as well. Well for Bitcoin and yeah. well for everything. Yeah, there's always gonna be some backwash from the ocean. But yeah, I mean, I think I think crypto, I think crypto, I think blockchain is the future. Whether it's you know uh, tokens that are primarily store value, um, whether it's payment focused tokens, and whether it's NFTs, I think NFTs are gonna truly just consume so many different industries in a way that we've not expected. You know, I think music people didn't see it coming. I think art people didn't see it coming. Um, and now it's here and it's dominating. I think, you know, video streaming is going to be next, going to be affected. I think movies and, and TV shows are going to be affected next. Um, I think it's, 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 it's a done deal, you know. Mm -hmm. Crypto is the next thing. It's just like the internet. It's just it's just gonna start consuming things one by one. You know, first we thought it was email, we thought it was just email, you know, consuming snail mail or, or, or physical mail. But now the internet controls everything from commerce to to communication. Right. Like we're doing now. And so. we're going to web three now. So all of the people who don't want to go to web three or who are skeptical about web three are just gonna be there looking you know, silly, like, yeah, it's not you know, a, a choice, you know? Yeah. I mean, and the, the, the unfortunate thing is that the masses tend to follow the, the clue, the clues and the inspiration and the, the, the advice of the big players in the space, you know? So, so f as far as finance and decentralized finance goes, people are listening to their bankers, they're listening to their insurers, that kind of thing. But the fact of the matter is bookstores weren't sending people to Amazon. You know what I mean? Um, taxi, taxi companies weren't se sending people to Uber. Hotels weren't, you know, rushing to send people to Airbnb. But they did with their policies and the way that they dealt with things. Yes, and people sure. didn't like that stuff. So 
you know, when there was an alternative that was presented and it was like, oh, I could just push this button on my phone and the car would just pick me up outside and drop me off, or, you know? Cool. Sure. Now, now look at the taxi people. Yeah. You, I mean, they you know what I'm saying? So they have to catch up. They don't want to end up like taxi drivers or taxi companies. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. For sure. So what what besides the music besides the art besides you know the stuff that you're you're invested in and and the things that you want to see um happen for the next generation like your son what are some of the things that you're excited about in the space in general just i like i was saying just the whole all the possibilities for being able to you know one of the things i said on the project one of my like those slogans are the digital drug project is that the revolution will be decentralized, you know, because we always have ideas of how we want to do things. And from, from everything, building communities, like physical communities and schools and, you know, things that we want to do. Art, yes, art is a big part of that. I always want to do art and find ways to fund people doing art because I think all around the world, you know, people of African descent have like so much talent, you know, and a lot of people just don't have the resources. That's the only thing that's holding them back from being able to, you know, achieve some amazing things. I mean, like if you go to, you, you for example, I have a brethren who has a skateboard brand. When you go to Jamaica with his skateboards and give these kids some skateboards and watch what they do, like they are talented. They don't have to have known anything before. Like they just pick, they just got extra sauce. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the extra sauce, but that's why they got to make sure they don't have too much or they do too much and make too much things happen and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So just being able to find new ways to do the things that we always, you know, reason about or we always build and speak of, you know? So that's really the, the excitement for me, you know, being able to take that power forward to the people. Like, you don't need to go to the bank to get a loan to buy that car because if you have X amount of crypto, you can use a DeFi app and get the loan yourself and there's no white person on the other side denying you because, you know, you got a beard that looked kind of, I don't know, he looked a little bit, you know, or whatever, you know, whatever reason they choose to always... um, you know, make things more difficult for certain people. Like now those certain people have more opportunity because there's no other person on the other side to really stop them. It's just numbers. So once yeah. you have the right numbers and you input those numbers, your 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 transaction is verified. You know what I'm saying? The code, the code, the code is, you know, the code is, doesn't care. Generated, you know? The code, the code doesn't choose a side, you know? The code right. treats everybody the same way. And that's one of the things that I love, you know? I particularly with Bitcoin, you know, um, Bitcoin doesn't care who you are, who you know, who your daddy is, how much money exactly. you got, you know, right. everybody has the same exact opportunity. One sat is equal to one sat is equal to one sat, you know? Mm-hmm. So definitely. definitely, I mean, so we've talked only, a little The only thing now when we speak of that is that, uh, acts, it's not, it's not access to the information because we're living in the age of information and anybody could Google anything they want to learn, but people in our community are not necessarily 
tapping in as much. There are a lot of people tapping in. I hear it's a high percentage, you know, but big ups to all of the, you know, the other folks who've been um, getting their crypto yeah, together, I mean, wallets I mean, going. One of the things I always say is that, you know, sometimes our community, we've been, we've been underwater so long that we just, you know, we just focused so heavily on just surviving. You know, we just swimming, we just trying to keep our head above water. It's right. hard to, it's hard to look at a week from now or a month from now or five years from now when all you could think about is what you're going to eat now. Like I'm hungry right now. So, but I mean, that's why we have platforms like this. That's why we have, you know, people like yourself who not just, you know, and that's what the project is about too. So that's why I said, well, maybe if we put some of this terminology into music and then um, people could hear the songs. So I do, I I haven't released these songs yet on the regular platform, but I am going to just so that, people you know the masses of people could be able to have access to it and the the songs are stuff like hodl me you know what i mean it's like people might think did you you spell that wrong (laughs) but no it actually means something so um it all time high you know they're like oh tough's been smoking a lot of weed again you know what i mean (laughs) but still it's got it's got meaning so when they listen to the songs hopefully at least some of the terminology sinking and maybe they, they could learn something too. So it's music that's entertaining, but it's also educational. So the whole project is just about outreach and it's been cool. I've reasoned with all kinds of people. I was just with um, Sheppy also from the Nomads, who's one of the other stars in the Yardi film. Right. Um, and we were just with him two days ago, get helping him get his digital wallet set up for the first time. So. He can, you know, begin collecting yes. NFTs and selling his NFTs. Talk, if want, participating. Yeah, exactly. And so it's been it's been a joy, like just onboarding people in the community and people um, through the, you know, platforms and through yeah. their social media and stuff, and just connecting with people. You know, I'm I'm definitely about building community. So it's been yeah. Great. I mean, that's that's a great that's a great point. I mean, education, true music, entertainment. I mean, a lot of I think a lot of what I've learned as a person, as a man, as a businessman, as you know, a father, has come through. You know, all the music that I've consumed. You know, Jay Z has been a huge influence on me, from you know, Reasonable Doubt all the way to the Carters. Love is everything. You know, um, everything is love. You know, it's it's been a journey, and you know, sometimes you you take things from music that you wouldn't take from your parents or from your friends or even a teacher, you know, and it, it stays with you and it resonates with you in a deeper way because of, you know, some melodies around it. So I mean, shout out to you for, for putting that education in your music, you know, thanks for, thanks for, you know, being able to be in tune with it because sometimes like, so what I'm doing is kind of so different that people not necessarily get what I'm trying to do. So it's always <laughs> like, I'm like, hey, somebody who gets it. All right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's great work. I mean, your music is great work. And that was where I was going to go next. I mean, yes, we're talking crypto. Yes, we're talking blockchain. Yes, we're talking NFTs. But I know you've been touring. Um, are you still touring? Where can somebody see you? in person next if, if they want to, you know, show up and uh, get that vibes 
in live and in person and then you know go grab that nft after the fact right definitely well um we are in la currently staying in la so doing some stuff in the area um we do have another sister who we've been doing emceeing and she selects right so, yeah i saw that on your ig Yes, because she came through and um, our sound system virgin. So big up to Solomonic Sound and Cali Madden for coming to play some my tunes for us in the in the um, gallery closing party the other day where we had more people listening to the NFT project. And, you know, so we're gonna be doing some sound system stuff in LA throughout the summertime so people can just, you know, keep in tune. Um, we'll be just doing pop-ups and stuff like that. I am. Um, scheduled to be going to New Mexico uh, next month for a event called Ganja Freedom Fest. And um, other than that, we're just also working on doing some stuff in the metaverse because I, I haven't done like any metaverse performances yet, you know, and I have uh, some really cool ideas of what I want to do with some NFT music metaverse performances and different, you know, stuff. So just working on that. So some of the stuff is going to be in real life, but I'm also going to be also doing more digital work because let's be real. It's easier not um, going all over the place sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's definitely cheaper to, to, um, so, to you, know what, you know, what Nati said on the, on the song block to the blockchain, Nati said, you want to see me, you better have an Oculus. Facts. <laughs> I mean, because, I mean, especially with COVID, you know, when you, like this weekend, I uh, my friend called me. He's like, yeah, I'm heading to Miami. I'm like, yo, I'm down. And then I started thinking, okay, I got to get uh, a test done. And then I, then I, if I fly out and I got catch COVID while I'm there, Am I going to be able to come back home? You know, I, I have work to do. I have stuff going on with my business. So yeah. especially around COVID times, you know, even when you can, I guess, financially afford it, you know, sometimes it's better to do things virtually because, you know, COVID has really, you know, messed things up for us. But as we get closer to the end, I want you to shout Whoever you want to shout, I want you to plug all your socials. Is it is it is it um, tough like iron everywhere? Yes, for the most part. Anyone okay. who's looking for me, just see it over there. Oh wait, that way, down there. <laughs> so it, tough it's, like iron on IG, on TikTok, on YouTube, on um, Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. I, I hope I hope you have a toughlikeiron.eth or or, or, or yeah something. I have toughlikeiron.eth if anyone wants to you know send me some big eth hey send send tough some 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 crypto man so yeah. it's everywhere tough like iron IG TikTok Twitter YouTube everywhere you can find her and who do you want to shout out who do you want to shout out I want to shout out all the digital dreads you feel me all digital dreads around the world. Big up yourself, you know what I mean? Big ups to my whole family here in LA, the whole Dancer Mafia family. Block of the Dancer, who is a real official digital dread. You know, he's got a lot of interesting NFT projects working and in the in the works, you know, shout outs again, like I said, to Nati, 
who's been um, such a great uh, mentor in the space. And, you know, the whole Brooklyn always, we're representing, you know, we just do things differently. So shout outs to Brooklyn always, you know. In the house. Representing yeah. Java Evil, Kingston, you know what I mean? Big ups to Goldie Bad Lion, you know what I'm saying? Big ups to my whole, my whole family, to the whole, to the whole crew, to the whole movement. Everybody tuning in to the Digital Dread Project, pick up yourself and, you know, like I'm going to start doing some giveaways again. I got some yeah. more NFTs to give out to the, the the NFT holders and the people in the Discord. So jump in our Discord and connect yeah. with us and let's build and just, you know, keep taking it to higher heights. That's really, you know, it's a crazy time in the world right now, but it's also a lot of opportunity. And 100%. if you tune in and, you know, make those connections and make those moves, I'm I'm definitely, you know, doing my best to tap in because it's a, it's you know the revolution will be decentralized. Yes, sir. I you know I used to say that all the time, and I've kind of switched it up. I I, I think I I say now the evolution will be decentralized because I don't like a revolution can be stopped, but evolution can't. So I think the evolution will be decentralized. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Tough. It was a pleasure having you. I really, really appreciate the conversation. Definitely send me all the links. I'm going to put them in the uh, description for this video so people could find you on OpenSea. People can find it two different projects. People could find all your socials. And stay tuned for more, you know, collect these digital dread NFTs. 100%. Offering some discounts on merchandise for the NFT holders and, you know, access to free stuff at events and different kinds of perks. So, yeah, I'm all I'm all about them free bags. Right? Stay tuned, Mr. Free Bags. I got something <laughs> I don't know if I did I give you anything from this project yet? Yeah, I mean I got I got I got the project. I got the digital dread uh NFT. Okay, cool. Yeah. So yeah, there's, yeah. Still, there's still more stuff that we're gonna do soon. So yeah, hit me up, hit me up. I love it. Maybe. So thanks again, tough. Shout out to you, your team. Keep growing. Keep doing your thing. Shout out to your son. Make sure he keeps doing yes. his thing. Oh my God. Shout out to K Clay. And don't forget to check out his NFTs on OpenSea also. K Clay Studios. K H A Y C L A Y. K Clay. Yeah, I'm going to just send it to me. I'm going to put it in the description. Make sure he gets some shout outs. No, yeah. Yes, brother. Thank you so Thank much you for being with me. Guys, tough like iron. Dope, dope artist, somebody doing big things in this space. Guys, as always, thank you so much for spending your Thursday evening with me. I look forward to seeing you guys again next week. We have a super exciting show for you next week. We have some really, really exciting surprises. So I look forward to seeing you. As I say, adoption is inevitable. Be good. Be blessed.